Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Callum. And one of us is born. This week we're discussing Back to the Future Part 3. So we're back to the podcast, part three. Like it's a, it's the last of our little excursions into the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, oh, so there's quite a lot to talk about here. I think like just there's the film itself, and then also how it ties into the the trilogy as a whole. But I think maybe just it, it might be really really useful just to get right to it and like. Same question I always ask you. What's your history with this film? Did you so you watched? Did you watch this with that DVD set that your neighbor had? Yeah, like, yeah, I watched them all together, <laughs> watching the the fucking quality dip a little bit as it went along, which is weird because two and three were filmed together, so there's no reason for the quality to have dipped. They were. That was something we talked about at the end of our last episode, or at some point during our last episode, maybe not the end. The um, the preview that was included for the third one. I find it really interesting that you say the quality dipped as well, because I mean, there is uh, the things that I was critiquing previously, like the rehashing of certain jokes and things. Mm -hmm. Although I don't think it's bad. I actually think this film benefits from having a completely different change in setting. Mm -hmm. um, I think some of the things, <laughs> if, if I can complain about this film, about a time traveling car not being realistic, uh, one thing that struck me, and it always strikes me with time traveling things where you literally go back in time, but in the exact same location, is that we're meant to believe that this family for, for like generations literally all lived in the same place and never moved. <laughs> Especially in the Wild West when they literally did nothing but traverse across the fucking thing. So, like, they just put their fucking boots in the ground and just decided not to move from this spot for like what over 140 years you gotta respect that i guess so. <laughs> the shithole yay <laughs> they're like yeah we're gonna stay here okay we're gonna stay here and never move don't yeah. even consider moving this is our place yeah i guess so interesting idea but but um i actually I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not. I think I preferred this to the second one. Do you know? Do you know what? I'm actually going to agree with you. Um, for all that I said, the quality dipped. You know what? I just think I love the first one so much. Mm -hmm. I don't hate the trilogy. This one wasn't as bad as I remember. I just really don't like Clara. <laughs> so I was like, I just don't like her. Um, but the actual film content. You know, lots of stuff are tied up really well. Mm -hmm. um, 
the characters go through a good arc. It is better than the second one, isn't it? Like, objectively speaking, it is actually better than the second one in many ways. I think it is. I, I feel like there is more of a threat in this mm-hmm. one, I suppose. But I feel like, I feel like as well as I said, the change of setting definitely helps because I think I, like a, a futuristic depiction of what the town Marty grew up in isn't really necessarily that interesting a setting, at least for me, I think. And having said that, like, I'm not really like a, <laughs> not that you could classify this as a Western, but like, I'm not a Western fan. Like, mm. I'm I'm not really into the whole like cowboy type thing. And I never really have been like, I, I do enjoy Red Dead Redemption, but like, that's a rare thing. I was going to say that. <laughs> like, like, it's not, it's not a genre or a kind of a time period that particularly interests me in any meaningful way it's very american it is um and i think a lot of the depictions of it are very idealized as well realistically that would have been an absolutely like horrendous time to have lived um and a uh, and a horrific time especially when you're thinking about these towns that were literally being built from the ground up like what a horrendous time period honestly for all involved and it takes some great characters and strength of mind and i guess physical strength as well to put yourselves through that i cannot imagine being like one of the original people who like founded and and fucking built these towns out of planks of wood and and bits and pieces like that so there's something to be said for that but the the idea of like the whether it's like the lone sheriff watching out for the town or like the the bad guy coming in and shooting people or whatever. None of that really interests me, which is why I think this is a little bit surprising <laughs> that I enjoy this so much, honestly. Like it's again, like it, it's a, it obviously borrows elements of that kind of time period and and there's little Western references throughout. Uh, and I suppose the best way to look at this is as a comedy more than anything and sort of like just adventure comedy time travely thing that is obviously what's at the heart of it here it's not a western i think i think it being essentially set in that time period though for the majority of it and not jumping around too much really helps it's just it allows the characters to solve a completely different set of problems like how are you going to get your car up to the speed required to go through time mm-hmm. when you've no longer got the i suppose what's the problem the fuel or is it like yeah the fuel's fuel or- yeah that's a really, really interesting problem to have to solve, especially when they're like, well, the train can initially only go up to 40 miles per hour or something like that. You're like, you know what? You guys have really fucking fucked the pooch here, haven't you? Like, <laughs> it's, but like, it's so interesting. And even the, even the, um, I suppose the moral and ethical qualms of, um, uh, uh, Doc Brown's told me not to go back and get him, but if I don't, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's something to that as well like what is the right decision there um and i suppose for the sake of the film the, the, it's probably probably just as well he did go back to get him because that'd be the end of that yeah it's like well i guess he's died oh well back to the future part three is very short <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much to this and I just, I just found it more interesting than the second one and i wonder if the second one would have benefited from perhaps being in a sort of a a different time period in that way as well although having said that maybe not 
because again, I wonder maybe this ties in with however the series was received or however the, the game was received. I don't know for that matter, but I feel this works as a one-off. But if you were to then hypothetically have a fourth film where, oh no, they've gone back in time and this time they're stuck in wherever, I feel like the appeal or the, the threat or the interest would run out quite quick. I feel like this was a really, really good way to to round that off. And like the scene with the train at the end mm-hmm. where they're... um climbing along the outside of it before it hurtles off into the canyon or whatever. Um, really, really engaging for me, at least. I thought that was really good. Um, some, again, questionable decisions by the characters. Um, Clara's motivations a little bit. She's like, I'm in love with this fucking eight-year-old man. I'm like, right. Yeah. I have a thing for geriatrics. <laughs> <laughs> They just do seem really oddly paired. Like, I just don't see the chemistry there other than, oh, we're both nerdy. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, like, well okay. Yeah. We both love Jules Verne. Yeah. Right. She's like, okay. Oh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a student of the sciences. Oh, what sciences? All of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit much. For all I'm wondering, it's interesting to see them switch roles of, like, you know, Thus far, it's been doxing Marty, don't do this, don't do that. And this one, he's like, for fuck's sake, like, you've told me not to change the past. And now here's you literally taking someone from the past to the, you know, the future at the end. Yeah, I, I think it's really interesting there for a little bit of character growth there because he has some fights within himself. Should I do this? Should I not? And he gets talked out of it and he's he decides not to until obviously she sneaks onto the train. Mm-hmm. Um but there is some really interesting um, mental gymnastics going on there. Um, he knows he shouldn't, and yet he does anyway because, well, what's the worst that could happen? You know, other than, I guess, the universe imploding on itself. But that doesn't matter because Clara's coming to the future. <laughs> so the second one and the third one kind of like, it's like they didn't learn anything from the second one. What I would have learned from the second one is okay, if we change stuff, the world doesn't end. Uh-huh. You know, it just becomes a new universe and that's fine. That's more acceptable than like, oh shit, you know, paradox. Yeah. Like black hole. Mm-hmm. So it's like the risk is unacceptable then. And if it doesn't work out, just take her back, lob her off the ravine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just, bye. It's weird. It's just very confusing. It would make a lot more sense in my head if two and three were not filmed back to back. Because it just seems like they don't. Like I know that the, the things that happened in two had to happen for three to to happen. You know, we had to get Zap back. And I know that the whole like, oh Mario doesn't like being called chicken thing, the thing that continues out. But it's just in isolation, it, it just it's weird that they weren't that they were planned as well as they were. Cause it sometimes it's like, oh, it just feels like it's such a different film. Like one and two and three, I know they're a trilogy, but it feels like such different films. Like two just feels like an okay sequel. And three is just like a totally different thing. I I still like even thinking about it just now. I'm slightly thrown by the fact that two was filmed. Was it like four or five years after the first one, something was like it that? Four or five? I think it was that long. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was like a decent amount of time. I think it was only three years because like it must be eighty four for number one because it came out in eighty five, and then part three came out in nineteen ninety. So they had to have filmed it like two years before that. So it must have been three years. Yeah. 
Yeah, still lo- long enough that there's like an <laughs> long enough that the, some of the cast had noticeably aged during that time. Anyway, or I noticed it. Like, well, I think I think that was just weight gain. Like for for Michael J. Fox, like he wasn't really that. Like he was like what twenty four and then twenty seven. Not that you know. It's just yeah, if you gain a little bit of weight in your face. It does. It does. Weight did that to me. Yeah, oh, tell me about it, same. <laughs> but not that he actually, I'm not saying like he got overweight or whatever, it's just, you know, the subtle yeah, changes. He, he does look different is uh, yeah. like the main thing for me for whatever reason. And like, you know, three years will do that to you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they were wanting to avoid the risk of that happening here again. So they're just like, right, let's just, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, I am hypothesizing based on nothing but my own ideas I, I have no idea what the reasoning behind doing them back to back would have been probably just to get it like i think they do that quite often now like i mean lord of the rings was filmed in you know one big year-long thing it's just to get it like done get the budgeting mm. and stuff there'll be lots of reasons but i, do, I don't think it'll be because oh we don't want him to <laughs> change his face again like that just <laughs> uh, but it just it does feel very different i think it's because the first two are so connected in the same kind of plot Mm. And it goes back you know you even go back to the fucking original plot but then the third one's just like right, we're totally somewhere we're somewhere totally different and yes it does develop the characters further but it's just like it's such isolation you know it's like we're in the wild west nothing from the present or the future really fucking affects us we're just here in the now yeah whereas the other one you're constantly thinking about the future the past what's happened in the last film what's happened in the you know what i mean I think them being stuck there kind of helps in a way because it's like well until they work out how to to get the car up to speed there's not a lot they can do, so yeah. there is more of a focus on right. Well, let's look at like um, Doc Brown's life here. Oh, look, he's a what? What is he? A blacksmith, essentially. Um, so there's it's an interesting kind of look at how that plays out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I take by what I said. I think I think well, probably the order of them is one, three, two. I would agree with that. I think yeah. that's my order as well. To, I would not be surprised if that's most people's orders, honestly. Like that's. I'd be curious to know if, if if anyone did have like the second one or something as their favorite. Like there must be someone somewhere. No, come on. Well, you never know. Like there's always some contrarian. <laughs> like I don't know. There's a if there's a hipster can Back to the Future fan. Well, the, the second one is just far superior because different. Because Jaws 3D. There. Yeah, yeah, or something. Like I'm sure there'll be someone somewhere that could make that argument or would be willing number two yeah it's probably the why it's weak is because they focus so much on the magic of the original they're like oh my god we need to recapture that yeah by literally showing it again yeah so you're stuck you know going back to this thing that's already great it's like just fucking leave it alone you know yeah but i guess you need to to make the, the story go along with it. i really they could have just done one three and then made up a new one where they go somewhere else yeah okay um kind of as we were saying last week sorry they, they fucked up by taking Jennifer with them in the first instance. Yeah. So if they'd have left her, they could have gone absolutely anywhere in the timeline. And, yeah. But because she's come along for the ride. And he said it's your kid. Like, it could have been anything. Oh, that as well. Yeah, that was a bit of a bastard. So yeah, they did kind of fuck themselves a bit. Because but... I would never have gone to the future. Because it's just an easy way to age your film. Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? I suppose it's just... Um... I mean, it's endearing. People like it, and like, you know, there's lots of great things from that film, like the hoverboard and the almanac, all that. Yeah. But like, re- really, if you're time travel, you want to go back. 
Oh, of course. Like, I mean, like, even uh, I, I love like the 1950s depictions of what the future mm-hmm. will look like. Um, I mean, even uh, I remember late 90s being in school and watching Blue Peter on CBBC. Mm-hmm. And I remember for some reason, there's this segment that always stuck with me. And they were talking about when we go into the year 2000, who knows what changes may take place. We might not use school uniforms anymore. And like, it was just like silly things like that, but like people's ideas of what the future will or, or we will not sort of entail mm-hmm. um, just cannot necessarily be, um, your expectations are never going to be met, I suppose is mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. They're either going to be surpassed as, as they are in many ways now with, I suppose, in, improving VR technology and a lot of that kind of interactive stuff that Meta's working on at the moment. Um, yeah. Or they're going to, <clears throat> or they're going to um, not meet your expectations, as uh, arguably some of that Meta stuff does not do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say you're like arguing. <laughs> That's kind of like a weird. I would say, like, kind of like the internet has surpassed expectations, but yeah, VR is in general. We thought we'd have like really cool video games, but that kind of fell on its arse. Like no one can be arsed with it. No, I I think I think its day will come, but I don't think it's going to come with the technology we've got at the moment i, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be uh it's going to need to be a lot more simple than it is at the moment i don't think anyone really wants to put these like headsets on it's going to mm-hmm. need to be like a pair of glasses that you wear something like light and simple that doesn't you know impact mm-hmm. much i can see there being a vr version of like pokemon go or something like that where you put your glasses on and then you see so rather than your phone showing you where all the pokemon are yeah you just look around and then we walk around like a bunch of knobs yeah totally. <laughs> throwing, throwing our balls at like the air <laughs> yes throwing <laughs> our balls into the air yeah but i can see that like there's to, yeah that, that's totally something that's you know doable that's only imaginable because you've seen what's already there whereas in yeah. the fucking 50s the idea of walking around throwing pokeballs at first off they'd be like what the fuck is that and then you're yeah. second well, they, they can't even you know, they can barely imagine a house of 2D televisions, never mind, yeah. you know. Totally. I do. I, I really enjoy watching the... That's why I say the... Uh, Tomorrowland and Disneyland is my favourite land because it's such a weird steampunk utopia of what they thought was going to be there. And Frolic Disney was a fucking evil bastard. He did have some very interesting ideas of what the cities were going to look like in the future. Mm-hmm. He'd be disappointed. <laughs> because I I, he, I don't know what he imagined, but I do that it's not what's here. <laughs> <laughs> he got it wrong. He got it so wrong, but it's cute. But that's kind of part of the fun, I suppose, is making your predictions and then hopefully living long enough to find yourself. To see some of them, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I always think that. Like that. That's kind of why I want to live as long as possible. Because I'm, I, I just, I, I'm, I don't want to miss out on anything. I just, no. I just want to see what happens next. Exactly. Like that's that's kind of it for me. But but yeah. Um. So in this one, we have Christopher Globe, and obviously he's like, nah, I'm not being in any of these anymore. Mm-hmm. So instead of um, him playing, you know, another family member, we have Michael J. Fox playing Seamus McFly, his mm-hmm. own grandfather. And I'm like, that's just so fucking weird that you're like, you know, the bloodline of your mum's line's got you and her like dating again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some odd decisions being made. Like, there. like George's bloodline doesn't come in at all. His no. genetic pool is like useless. Yeah, 
I I feel like they would have definitely benefited from casting someone else in that role. Honestly, just uh, it's too. I I get that they're going for the, like kind of quirky and funny, but it's too. It, it does. I really need... liked him as Seamus. I know it probably doesn't work, but I thought he was a really cute little Irish dude. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's memorable. I'll give it that. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm I'm not sure it 100% worked for me. But then again, I'm like a pedant and not particularly, you know. Well, it's just funny that Lorraine, like every McFly guy, is in love with Leah Thompson. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> They're a type. They're just firm type. Just clearly fucking meant to be in every lifetime. They just keep. Which doesn't make sense. So, like, if anything, you can get away with Marty being the same guy, you know, in the mm. history. But it's just the, the idea that you have the same doppelganger of the same woman passing through different families. Because mm. otherwise it's just incest is rampant in the family. Or maybe it like, is. Maybe it is. But it just doesn't make sense that like the exact same woman's appearing. Like maybe there's a story there. Maybe like she's just a fucking time traveling hoe. And she just goes back to all the different versions of the McFlies. Well, I, I kind of like the idea that like Marty's family history is just a bunch of men that look like him and then his dad <laughs> who does not look like him <laughs> and then him who does look like him, obviously. <laughs> so it looks like him marrying his mum. It looks yeah, like his mum. Yeah, there's something going on there and no one, no one notices. That would explain why like his parents don't realise that it was like their son that set them up at their own yeah. dance because their fucking family all looks like that. So they're like... <laughs> Well, <laughs> just another guy that looks fucking like every other guy in our family. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I found this really good fun. This was the second time I've I've watched this. The first being at the cinema at the um whatever anniversary event that was. The date that they travelled forward into the yeah, twenty fifteen thing. Future. Yeah. So yeah, like th this was the first time I watched that since then. And I have to say, this was actually the one I was least looking forward to. Mm -hmm. And I think, as I say, part of that was my bias against Westerns, I guess. It's just, I was mm -hmm. just like, ugh, not really in the mood. But I remember thinking that at the time as well, that when I watched the first, uh, when I watched them in the cinema, I was like, ugh, the last Great one. the Western one. Yeah, like, ugh, God, really? Um, but it does have its moments throughout. I, I like that... Um, I, I like that um, he calls himself Clint Eastwood, and that that name is so disrespected in the film. They're just like, <laughs> what kind of name is that? Like, there's, different name. there's something kind of fun, just sort of tearing that image down. No, it's like parodying. Um, well, I said that weird A parody of um, of Western films. <laughs> parodying. <laughs> parodying. Yeah, um, but still keeping the characters true to themselves, apart from you know some questionable doc choices. But you know. Yeah. I mean, he's possibly got to that time in life where he's just like, you know what? Even if whether I'm here or in the future, I've only got a few years left. I don't care anymore. Kind of like the um, who um, I don't know if this was you or whoever it was. We were speaking about the um, the old people that don't care anymore because they're like, I'm going to be dead in ten years, so fucking <laughs> vote for whoever is going to give me the most fucking attention or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you think that's really not a great way of Yeah, it's not a great way that. to think. But, but yeah. he, I suspect he's hit that point in life anyway where he's like, you know what? Like <laughs> I'm gonna do what I want, universe be damned. Like just I don't know, because he's got an extra forty years. Remember he went and got a, a procedure done so he had an extra forty years? 
Mm, good point. He's just, he's just, a, I don't know. I, I, this is why, the, this is the one thing, and the, the only reason why I always put Back to the Future last, when really, three last, when really it shouldn't be last, really it should be second. Fucking Clara, I just don't understand the attraction. I don't like the character. I, I just think it's weird to make this character suddenly have a big romantic plot line when he just was fine before. It does feel very, like, jarring. I suppose, like, it's nice. I, I, I think it works in terms of there being some kind of conflict. Uh, I wish it didn't have to be, like, a woman. Like, maybe he could find instead, actually, I really like the simple life of being a blacksmith. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be romance every time. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like, and I know that there's some interesting plot points. Oh, well, since she didn't go into the ravine, now the ravine's called something else instead. Like, okay, well, that's that's kind of interesting, I guess. But it it does feel like I'm I'm not saying that because someone doesn't like have any sort of uh, or share any sort of romantic elements to their personality that that means that they're not interested. But it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it, well, I, yeah. He doesn't talk about love or his own personal life that much in the first two, and then suddenly it's like, oh, here's Clara, hubba hubba, like. <laughs> Like it's just it's just it just feels very like it's not the relationship we're invested in. We care about Doc and Mari. That's it. I think that's mm. the problem. Is it just she? It just feels like you know fucking third wheel. Yeah. Like you know, bitch, wind up, what, fall off the train, like fall under the wheels. That'll solve that problem. Yeah. Like, I just I, no. I'm just invested in their relationship because that's the thing. It's nice to have movies where it's not all about the romances, where it's like other relationships are important too. Because that's it. Because there's too much emphasis on romantic relationships being the only important relationships and it's just not the case so it's really disappointing <laughs> yeah I mean, at its heart this is a fucking this is a road movie it's like <laughs> two, <laughs> two, two buddies on the road to the future like <laughs> it's not like yeah we just I just I, I really agree with you I don't care about Clara honestly it's and it's it's nothing like I think the actress did a decent enough job I, I just I just don't care for the character overly and even the whole like it's kind of predictable the bits where um, he goes to tell her goodbye, and um, he's like, "Oh, I can't. Oh, if I tell you, if I tell you why I'm really going, oh, it's because I'm from the future." And she's just like, "Oh, you're taking the piss out of me!" Like, like, well, it's, it's kind of a predictable reaction, and like, why would anyone have any other kind of reaction to that? Yeah. I suppose, but like, it just. It's not a satisfying moment. Like it's not funny. No, it's just it's, a cliche. It's not sad. It's just uncomfortable to watch. It's just frustrating. It's yeah, frustrating. You're right. It is a cliche. Um, and I don't. Again, I don't care enough. And no. so when she's like, "I never want to see you again," or whatever she says, I'm like, "Oh, good. Like we can get, on, we can yeah, get back good. to the fucking like main point point of this." <laughs> there's just nothing other than Jill's friend there's just no chemistry there and I keep trying to force it like oh I love his eyes I'm like you just don't you just look like like father and daughter like yeah he's too old for her yeah well, even yeah. even then like and I don't think he he wasn't like old old then but he was still too old for her well, I mean he was he was like 70 it's just he de-aged himself oh I meant the actual actor but I meant oh, yeah, yeah. I meant like actor to actress it's still uncomfortable she was 36 and he was in his 40s. So it's not too bad. But for me, I've, I'm a personal like three years mm. kind of, you know, below and above just for me. Yeah, which is fine. Um, 
I he looks older than that though. So would you? Uh, maybe I suppose you could if you want to like try and find a reason for it. You know, back in the day, how much choice would you really have? Um, although if the actress is thirty six, um, in the Wild West, imagine this like fucking single school mom. She'd be. Well, cons- she's thirty in the film. She's just older than her. At thirty, she'd be considered an old maid and over the hill. Yeah. Like back in the day, like it's just. It's, she's a woman of science. It's fine. Yeah, she's a. <laughs> men don't like women who read books, so. Like, <laughs> she's, <laughs> Oh, she's like, oh, good, this guy. She's like, oh, good, this guy will do, I guess. Sure, he's old enough to be my grandfather, or looks at it at least, but... Yeah, but, you know... will do. I mean, she's 30 and he's, like, 70. That's fucking creepy, actually. Yeah. Thinking about that. So when she was born, he was 40. Oof. That's fucking hideous. That is grandfather territory. It is. Well, she, maybe, she, maybe she's got a thing for walking corpses. <laughs> Coffee and then you have two kids nah man <laughs> yeah they're called something stupid as well aren't they Jules and Vern that was it yeah like yeah uh, and they're not good looking children either yeah. not to judge the children but my god my god those children they just got are like a face. it's not even that they're yeah. bad like it's their faces are like faces of thunder well but this is my good friend Mari and they don't even say hi they just fucking awkwardly wave yeah Yes. With no personality, they're stupid dorky hats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam. <laughs> I just have problems with Clara. Like, I just don't think he should be traveling around on the train after all the like. They just changed Doc's personality for the worst and Marty's for the better. Uh huh. And that's my problem with Bachelor Future Part Three. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Still, though, I suppose it's it's more interesting than. It's still a better film. Yeah. I just don't like Clara with a passion. Yeah. Maybe this is a question to ask at the end, but I'll ask it now. Um, <laughs> there was all, I say there was always, there There was some kind of uh, desire or whatever at some point for a part four. Do you think they made the right decision leaving it where it was? Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, it's, you don't want to be stuck in a thing where you because the problem is if you start doing movies where they're traveling to different places and there's mm. like because it's rounded off number three yeah you know the character developed would need to be I guess for Dot and Doc's case but in Mar- certainly in Marty's like you know that that thing of he's gotten over himself and he's mm. gonna have a good future it's done the choice they made to move it to a TV show an anime TV show was the right one because you don't want to have a movie where it's just like oh we're going to the Roman period now because then you end up with a carry on series kind of series and it's just like (laughs) you know it goes on forever and you're like oh there's no no way to end it you're right though yeah well totally I think the character arcs concluded in a way that it's like oh that's nice like fucking Mm -hmm. leave it alone at this point like don't you're right if you want to have a satisfying ending I don't think you could if you have if you do what they've done here and then think right let's go back and revisit it again actually it's like no let's not no any film when you have a trilogy leave it there like even Toy Story you know like it's done it's done when you go when you go past four then you're like oh shit you know now it's just never ending we could keep going forever but no one wants to watch the same thing forever it's like Marvel had its time at one point it was good, then it's like, all right, we're just going to keep adding to the same universe. It's like, well, you know, at some point people just lose interest and then like people can't get into it because you have to watch fucking, you know, 
15 billion films to, that, to understand what's happening. I have to say, I haven't really watched any of them, and that's kind of what puts me off at this point, is yeah. the, the amount of legwork needed to get into it. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> just leave, just, just leave no. it to like, to like TV shows. You know, the game works because it's totally optional. You know, you don't have to see it's canon. Mm-hmm. And you're playing through it. It's, it's different, you know. For me, I like the game, but I don't see the game as like strictly canon. Did you Did you play that this week? In the end, I only played a little bit um, because it is, it is a time suck. Um, mm. I didn't really have time. Was to it sit nice to go it. back to? Hmm? Was it nice to go back to? Oh it? yeah, like, I, I would highly recommend playing a game if you're a casual fan because it's just a good point and click by Telltale, and those are good fun. Yeah, it expands the story. You have the same, you know, lots of the same cast in it. It's a nice extra. It's a bit like the TV series, not strictly canon, but mm. you know you could accept it's canon if you wanted to. Mm. That's why I think trilogies are the way. Just like you know, leave it and let let things explore. If you know, if you want to explore the the universe, just let other people do it. You know, through games or whatever. Because mm-hmm. you you know at that point it doesn't matter if it ends or not, because it's an optional thing. Fans are playing it, not you know a casual view, casual viewer. You don't have to do it. Yeah, I was just thinking just the comparison to TV series and things again as well is if you go and do a part four or whatever and have no way of rounding it up, it's the equivalent to a TV series you're watching getting cancelled with no problem. Oh, that's the worst. Fucking so, Quantum Leap still pisses me off. Obviously. Yeah. Well, they rebooted that, but I digress. Yeah, um, the event the event did it for me. Um, that mm-hmm. and Flash Forward as well. Where yeah. I enjoyed the event and Flash Forward. Never got proper endings. I'm like, oh! Oh, the pain still lives still lives with me today, but yeah, both the both the game and the TV series was just like. Well, I, I guess the game is a bit different. The, a TV series, from my understanding, I've not actually watched TV series. Was they just went to different periods? It was Jules Verne and Marty, and mm. Doc sometimes was there, traveling to different periods of time. Um, the game's a weird one because it's like it's like oh, Doc needs help, you know. So the DeLorean appears, and then. You have to go back to the 30s and you have to go to the there's like a whole speakeasy thing and it's mm. um then doc ends up turning evil because of a girlfriend that you accidentally set him up with and clara's not there anymore and it's a whole thing oh that might be is that why you like the game because clara's been retconned <laughs> she, she does end up there and again in the end if you do you know you finish it but i see so he's just cheated on her then. <laughs> oh i see that's good also universe and you have evil jennifer and like yeah, it's it's a bit overcomplicated, but it's a, a bit of fun. It's not canon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they did a fourth film, it'd be an absolute fucking riot because then it's like shit. This is just never ending. Back to the Future movies now from here on out because mm. we could go anywhere. So do do you think? Do you agree? Or <laughs> do you think we should just keep fucking making Back to the Future movies forever? I think, um, kind of like anything, with every subsequent release. Uh, it kind of takes away a little bit of the magic a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So very rarely is a sequel better than the thing that... Um, Toy Story 2 being the exception, I think. That, that's a good exception, I think. Because uh, a, a lot of films, original, most of what makes the film interesting is like some of the world building, but some of the character development. But with, with a sequel, you already have a lot of that in place a lot of mm-hmm. the time. So you don't you then need to fill it with extra stuff. Yeah, you have to get the character another reason to develop. You're like, well, you can yeah. retcon the first a little bit there. Potentially, yeah. Um, and I think 
the more you do that, like, I mean, how many fucking times can you travel into the past or the future and be told not to fuck with the future or whatever? Like, it's just... Mm -hmm. don't don't fuck with the future don't fuck with the future Marty but like (laughs) it's still like and still do it anyway and then still and have to like fix your own stupidity essentially I suppose Um, it's just not going to be that interesting the umpteenth film and it's funny because there are certain things that buck that trend maybe not for me but for other people like you'll you'll have um this is a, such a weird comparison, but some of the the long running soaps in this country, like Emmerdale's about to hit fifty years, mm-hmm. um, and you've got Coronation Street's gone past fifty years and stuff, and Neighbours obviously just ended, but like that had been going for fucking forever as well. Mm-hmm. Um, people clearly weren't tired of those, despite them essentially being the same variations of similar stories all over again and over again mm-hmm. and over again. Well, I think but, here's the difference then, and this is a, a rarity. This is why this happens. There's stuff that's set out to be a trilogy or never-ending, and there's stuff that's not. The mm-hmm. problem is, with sequels, very often the case is it's a one-off, it's done well, and they're like, do another, please. Yeah. Whereas stuff like Lord of the Rings works because that was set out to be a trilogy. You know, that was written as a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Star Wars has a bit of a dip at points because it wasn't. Yeah. Um, the original was such a good rounded-off story, and I guess it could have continued, but, like, you know, it was written as one. I think maybe that's like, I can't remember who maybe did write more. Back to the Future, one off, got extended. So that's why the sequels aren't as good as the original, where stuff where it's like, right, I've written this as a three piece. That's going to be great because that, the character development has spread across the three, where that, you know, whether the, the problem with that is, oh, we've now had to give Marty a flaw that he's never had before in the first one. And it's weird. Yeah. But we go with it. Just to kind of, I suppose, bolster the point you were making, or the pair of us were making a minute ago about sequels kind of showing diminishing returns. So, like, I've said this on on some of our episodes before, like, I'm not a Star Wars fan. That's not a secret at this point. But even I think the original three have some kind of magic to them that, I mean, how can they not with so many, when so many people love something like that, there's something to it, even if I don't personally get it. Yeah. Um. I feel like there was something to that and that these were, they were these kind of like well-regarded, well-loved films that were just not touched for ages. And then suddenly you get another trilogy and then you're like, mm, I, I think people weren't keen at the time, but in retrospect, they're like, okay, like in, in recent years, they've been like, okay, it's fine. And then they go back to it again in recent years and you kind of think, you know, like you're kind of killing the magic a bit. Like, I, I I think there's something to be said for leaving things alone. Let things finish. Like, okay, another good example. Harry Potter. Yeah. Seven books. Yeah. Seven movies. Well, yeah. eight movies. Yeah. Done. You know, it's yeah. finished. Agreed. Then they rip the piss with um, the Magical Beast series. And they start, at that point, they start ruining what has been established. Because that the, the stuff there was never written to be part of the original story. Yeah. But they've added stuff that then, in hindsight, makes the original story not make sense. Yeah. That's the thing. You have to just let, you have to write the things, finish the things written, and then that's it. Let it go. But the problem is the fucking landscape of media right now doesn't let you do that. It's just constantly, oh, that's worth Let's do it again, 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 again. Yeah. And that's why stuff is just shit because you're just getting 15 billion sequels and it's just, they were never planned. So they're just making up as they go and it doesn't work because it then makes the earlier ones, which were better, look shit because they have big plot holes in them from the fucking 15th film. Yeah. Or indeed remakes. Like they're yeah. like, right, well, we've not touched this for two minutes. Let's try remaking that. Um, so you're adding nothing. 
Yeah, totally. Like I saw um, something a little while ago um, that suggested Fox was, I mean, it's still, so The Simpsons is still in the air at the moment, but there was a little while where Fox was contemplating doing a reboot of The Simpsons. And I'm like, it's literally, I mean, the quality is appalling now, but it is still on the air. Like you cannot reboot something that still currently exists. Like you need to, it needs to die, be dead for like 10 years before you even consider doing that. Even then. And, ev- like- and even then just don't because it's such a, like, it's such a moment in history. Um, yeah, well, that's the interesting thing. It's like the Milan one was fucking panned because it was shit. Like, that's the thing. You can't, there's some things for sure you can't do it. Yeah. Again. Agreed. Like, I think, I think certain things just need to be left alone. The exception to this um, and it's probably the only form of media where I would put an exception for that is um, probably music when singers re-record their own songs like 20 years down the line just for like a slightly different twist on them. Like I'm like, that's interesting because you're revisiting something that like and, and giving a fresh look at it potentially or not. <laughs> yeah, it's like the new Robbie Williams album. I will listen to it because it's mostly, from what I've heard, it's like new orchestrations and stuff, which is interesting to me. Yeah, I liked the song before, so that's that's the that's the future of greatest hits albums is like re-recorded versions, which is better. Yeah, it is. It's more effort. It's actually more work involved Mm -hmm. and kind of justifies you spending money rather than just you know paying for something that you've already got essentially. Um, If you're so inclined for that, but um, but yeah, that's probably the one exception to that media. I hate this current trend of let's remake films let's remake games let's all of that no let's not do that let's just make something interesting and new which is just died in its arts like people don't make interesting and new things anymore yeah they want guaranteed money makers and i think a part of that like i saw an interview with matt damon he's like it's because dvds don't save things anymore like now you need to make your money off the cinema Mm -hmm. um and that's a, that's a scary fault now at the moment do you know what's interesting i think physical media is making a comeback now because uh, Warner Brothers has fucked up so much that people are pissed and don't trust streaming anymore mm. that I think DVDs are going to make a comeback or Blu-rays which for me is a good thing I welcome the return of physical media you you might have missed something that I've um, or I might have missed something rather um, what, what's happened with Warner Brothers they've taken off a bunch of stuff from their streaming platforms they've cancelled a, a bunch of movies mm. so their HBO Max stuff mm-hmm They've taken away a bunch of cartoons and people are pissed. Because it was lots of Sesame Street stuff's gone forever. Yeah. They just took it all off. And people are like, well, fuck it. Let's go back to physical media because streaming platforms could just take shit off whenever they want and you can no longer access that media. Yeah. Whereas if you have a physical media, they can't do shit because you've got it. Yeah. So people are starting to see that now, which I, yeah, I've been saying that all along. They can take off at any point. Like, shit. Yeah. I get your DVDs. Yeah, there's plenty of uh, DVDs and Blu-rays I have that you just cannot stream anywhere. Yep. Um, and I'm not going to lie and say like it's convenient because it's not. It's a pain in the ass to have to actually <laughs> dig them out. But like, yeah. it's I've got them. Is the main point. Yeah. Um, I I I can't see there being a big mainstream push to that because as much as people complain, I don't think there's an. What are you What are you going to do about it? Like, I don't. Think- I don't know. I don't know. Um. There has been like people are like the, the, you have to look into it when we finish. Like mm. the stuff they've taken off is fucking out of this world. A lot of media just gone. Yeah. Or archived, vaulted. What I do like is like I think should be the way is when you buy the DVD and you get the digital download, mm-hmm. and then you just have your own library rather than like 
relying on because it's the same thing like you've got you used to just buy netflix you get most things and now you have to buy disney paramount plus hbo yeah amazon you know it's it's just ridiculous now you have to spend 70 quid to get 20 quid worth of media yeah anyway on that happy note shall we jump in yeah to batch the future part three the the second best batch of the future film established by us <laughs> the second best Back to the future film <laughs> yeah. what? i don't know it just tickled me <laughs> i mean it's not wrong it's, it's it's pretty accurate well it is accurate um okay so at the end of the second film Marty learns that Doc went back to 1885 um, with the letter that was delivered by, what was it, the Secret Service or something? There was no, some... it was like the Western Postal something. It was like, no, it wasn't the Secret Service, it was just like a, a mail service. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking secret FBI comes out of nowhere. Like... <laughs> no, it's just the mailing guys at the post office. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. Anyway. There's like, you know the biggest plot hole for me mm-hmm. in this is at the beginning? All right. Like, Doc Brown's a fucking big guy. Mm-hmm. And Harry Potter's like four foot. Right. How the fuck does he carry that man home? With great difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Having to drag him back to the house. Yeah. He's like, how did I get back? It's like, I got you here. It's like, how? No, I'm curious too. How did you guys get back to the house? <laughs> <laughs> There's no cell phones to like, you know, ring a taxi. No. Yeah, no. So how the fuck... Did you get back to the flat? Or the mansion, I guess. Yeah, with fortitude and just... <laughs> Try hard, can't do attitudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with an unflappable enthusiasm. And perseverance. And perseverance. And sort of like... And road rash. Let nothing get in the way of a good story, or at least an alright story. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um... My, um... So anyway, uh, yeah, he's in 1885, and we know this because of a letter that was delivered. And um, Marty, at this point, is still stuck in... Is he in 1955? Mm-hmm. That's his original time period, isn't it? No, he's from who? I can't, I'm so tired. Like, <laughs> so Marty's from the 80s. He's still still in the 50s. That's right, yes. He's so like- he- and the 85 guys, like, 1885 guy, like, go find 55 and he'll send you back to the future yes. again. So he goes back to 1955 Doc Brown, who, who, um, yeah. The, he's like, he's like, I sent you back and then he immediately appears again. He's like, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, like, again, I, so I, I like those elements of this film where you, again, it's kind of like references to the previous ones, but we obviously didn't know that that happened at the end of like the yeah. last ones when you're in. I like that. I like those little crossover moments. That's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, see, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of like Doc Brown slapsticky. Oh, I'm going to faint here. Ooh. <laughs> like, all, all that, like, I get I, again. It's very tonally. It's very apt for this. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't do an awful lot for me. Like, no. but I remember like the entire audience when we were watching it in the cinema, uh, did the film student laugh at that? Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's just, I, I just, not for me. No thanks. <laughs> to be fair, the man has been shot with lightning. Like, he's been fucking badly electrocuted. Yeah, it's kind he's of. He's fallen from the clock tower. He's been electrocuted. <laughs> and, and now 
a fucking guy that's meant to be gone away has just reappeared. Yeah. Like, if you're going to faint, that is the time. I do also like, so he's like left, the, the 1885 doc has left the DeLorean hidden away in a mine, I think. I actually really like time travel shit like that where mm-hmm. it's like planned. So, I mean, it's worked conveniently for him because at any point they could have just like destroyed the mine and found the car. <laughs> like he could have destroyed everything then. Yeah. But, I do enjoy that things fall into place like that when people in the past put it in. It's just cute. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of like it's, kind of like it's a time capsule. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, like, yeah. I enjoy that method of time travel where it's just, you know, you're not actually traveling. It's just time happens and then the things appear. But, you know, it's just the passage of time. It's cute. Yeah. You're using that to convey information. Yeah, it is. I like as well that, you know, that so much about that kind of plan relies on obviously the car not being found but obviously uh the mine not collapsing mm-hmm. um houses not being built there uh there's so many things that it relies on just being perfectly left alone but at least <laughs> you could argue like the type the house is being built like unless he's accidentally managed to speak to an investor and start building houses like he already kind of knew that there wouldn't be houses there good point yeah so it's not yeah that's a good point it's not entirely um it's not a guesswork impossible. I suppose. yeah it's a bit implausible that, like you know maybe a little bit of like stone didn't fall and dunk the car Can't but dunk the car up yeah but yeah i guess so they find out that um doc brown died then um, mm-hmm. he finds a tombstone with his name on it um, and it turns out that he was shot by Biff Tannen's great-grandfather. This ties in with what I was saying earlier about families not moving. So not only did Marty's <laughs> family not move, fucking Biff's family never moved either. Like, oh no, they're just, staying there. We've got generations upon generations of one family that hates another family, or is at least bullied by them, and <laughs> neither of them move. Like, they just live there the entire time. Well, this is our lot in life, I guess. <laughs> I really like this fucking, like shack i live in so i'm not moving um yeah um they're like they're like okay, we want to keep this rivalry going forever but i do fucking do as well it's just funny how they all have the same like that they're bred born and bred to hate the mcfly family or the the tannin family yet like you know they act as if it's the the first occurrence of it every time yeah, I know. Like, best not like, my great-great-granddad hated you, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just every generation thinks they're the first one to hate. Yeah, but... to start this thing. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I like as well that it kind of implies that no one's parents spoke to their kids about their bullying in order to find out, shit, you know, <laughs> this is a chain going on here. There's a recurring pattern. They just don't care enough. A lot of, <laughs> lot of neglect going on in these families, I think. Or disinterest at, at the very least but um yeah so despite uh so there's a there's a warning in this letter basically is it is it a letter i can't remember honestly i'm so tired so, I'm what, 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 wait, wait, what? <laughs> so he's told not to come back the, the, well, that letter, was in the letter, yeah yeah he says don't come back for me uh, but despite being told not to, he's just like, well, if you're going to die in a few days. Well, no, they didn't know he was going to die, did he? Like, I don't think, see if I like, said that, I'm like, I'll just leave me here, I'm having a good time, but then I died two days later. I'm like, actually, no, you know what? Uh, come back. <laughs> like, prevent that, please. It was a really, like, he got shot in the back as well, wasn't it? So it was like a really yeah. fucking... Over a matter of $8, something like that. Pussy move. Like, you don't shoot someone when they're not looking. 
No, cowardly. Cowardly. Do it to their face. Like, you know, yeah. some of us were raised properly. Just <laughs> in the face. Exactly. Um, but 55 Doc, like, endorses the place. Like, yeah, fuck it. If I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, come back and, like, save me. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's nice that he's, like, you know, he's like, don't bother coming get me because I'm quite happy. I understand that. You know, he's got a nice retirement plan there. Yeah. But, yeah. Kind of a bummer to die immediately. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's not even, I mean, he's, he's been there for like eight months or something, he says. When, I thought it was three months. Long no. enough, long enough. And I think I said this in the last episode, I find it quite funny that he didn't bother writing to Marty until like months down the line. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, I've decided to stay here just in case you're watching. Know, but yeah, exactly. He could, like, he could have been stuck in the 50s forever. Like, because cause he died of fucking dysentery or something. Yeah, totally. Like, he just, just fucking, like, waited forever. Oh, by the way, you know, like, there's so many things that could have gone wrong. Or he could have got shot prior to that or anything. I've been living quite happily for fucking years and I just decided to write to you now. Now I've decided it's the time to tell you how to get home. Yeah. And it's like, wait. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> you absolute prick. Yeah. Like, because like, that could have potentially gone so wrong. Yeah. What a selfish What product. a risk. <laughs> what a risk to take. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the RB plot holes in this film. <laughs> All <laughs> character flaws, at the very least. That's not really a plot hole. I think he's just very selfish in this one. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Like, yeah. Um, so despite the warnings anyway, um, Marty goes back and he arrives in the middle of like a cavalry pursuit of Native Americans. I like, you know what? I actually really like the the composition of these few scenes, like seeing like all of these like people on horses, like running along and there's a car going along in there mm-hmm. as well. Like it's such a, it's such a clash. It, like it's kind of a cultural clash, but it's a time period clash as well. But there's something kind of magical about it. And I feel like it's a, it's a rare flash of like the original kind of back to the future magic in a mm-hmm. weird way if it's if it's if that's well, the whole thing. even the cinema scene where, like, where they're planning like he's like you're gonna drive into the indians he's like well by the way guys i know they're called native americans they say this um just saving myself from the cancellation yeah. um and then they get dressed and he, he's wearing his pink outfit it's very fetching mm-hmm. um and then the painted native americans turn animate well not animate turn to real people mm-hmm. it just happens to the timing of it like that's just a really cool transition i love the transition it looks it does look amazing that entire sequence when they're kind of prepping the plan is just very good yeah prepping the plan she says i don't know if that makes sense but however <laughs> they're preparing to plan <laughs> they're, they're prepa- preparing to prepare to prepare <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so he goes and hides in a cave while um is waiting for them to pass and there's a bear in the cave. It's just such a silly thing. Yeah. Um the Why g- didn't Doc warn him like oh by the way it's a bear cave? Like <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess he didn't want you to go back there anyway. So why would he warn you? Uh, well that is that uh, it was like right if you do come it's back. It's a guard there, bear. So yeah. Make sure Marty doesn't go back. Yeah, if you do come back, haha, this is what waits for you. My guard bear will chase you away yeah. and you go back. Exactly. Um so, so he, he falls down a hill. Well, he falls down in a hill, but of course he ends up running into his fucking relatives. Yeah, because he, well, he, he gets hit in the head again, because that's what happens every film. He gets hit in the head, and he wakes up, and there we have Leah Thompson again. Mm-hmm. His Maggie McFly is great, great Irish grandparents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very Irish. They are, but it's just like, oh, wow, you've managed to... It just makes sense. Like, oh, another Baines person, but like, whatever. 
whatever it's fine we won't question it yeah why she looks like his mum. whatever yeah sometimes it's best not to ask questions <laughs> um so he starts going by the name clint eastwood why does he decide he needs an alias can you remember because they're in the mcfly family you can't say oh marty mcfly I guess so. Yeah. That'd be weird. They'd be like, wait, I don't know you. Because they've immigrated, obviously. So there's only going to be so many McFly's oh, yeah, there at this point. I mean, yeah, it's a bit of a weird name in the first place, isn't it? Yeah. So, so if you're like, oh, hey, I'm Marty McFly, they'd be like, the fuck if. Because <laughs> <laughs> their son, son's called Marty McFly. He's named after their son. Mm. So that'd be like, yeah. oh, you, you would have questions. Yeah. Okay. Well, Clint Eastwood it is then, I guess. Um, yeah. So Hill Valley. Um, is where Biff's Buffard, is it Mad Dog? That's what he's called, Mad yeah. Dog and the gang. Mad Dog, I mean. Call, cause all sorts of mischief. Um, there's a bit of it, I mean, it's a bit dark. It's like we see Marty get kind of hanged. That's partially interesting because they actually uh, accidentally hanged Michael J. Fox. Ooh, do share. To the point of unconsciousness. Well, that, that's pretty much the story. So they, they did it so many times and he's meant to have his hand at a certain placement. Mm hmm for the hanging scene to work so he doesn't actually get strangled but the accident he moved his hand I guess and they accidentally really hanged him and then they're like I know you're a good actor but my god you're you're really convincingly unconscious right now and they're like shit no actually we've just fucking hanged Michael J. Fox oh him out. they had to cut him down goodness that would have been a fun ending yeah they actually like, killed the star yeah Jesus yeah it was mentioned in his oh biography oh it's a whole thing you should, yeah, you, you're Googling it. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the fun behind the scenes. Gosh, I'll need to do some reading into that. There's not a lot of information, weirdly, considering it's such a big, like, that seems like a big accident. I think, obviously, it'd be a bigger deal if it happened today. I think, just because there's, there's all this extra attention on health and safety on sets at the moment, especially with, like, the accidental shootings and stuff for the past couple of years. I mean, there should be, like, honestly, the amount of stunts that have gone wrong throughout history and now, like, there really should have been more of a fucking outcry ages ago. Yeah, but, um... It's not worth killing people for a movie. No. Of all things. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, you, should, you shouldn't be hanging your actors. Like, there should be no chance of that happening. There's no need to really put someone on a rope like that. No, but um, uh, even within the context of the film, though, like, it's actually quite dark, or it's quite <laughs> a dark decision to... I don't really understand why they. I, what not understand? I can't remember why they decide to hang him in the first place. Mm. Is it because he's with uh, Seamus? I think it's how he's dressed. Yeah, he's, it's how he's dressed. They make fun of him in the bar, and it's the chicken thing, isn't it? I think it Again. is. Yeah. Yeah, so he starts moonwalking. They're like, "Damn!" <laughs> you really shoot at his feet, and then he starts moonwalking. <laughs> Secondhand embarrassment. That scene still gets me. <laughs> so he starts moonwalking, and then they end up outside. He gets lassoed. Mm. by Mad Dog Cannon and then hung and then Doc rescues him yay by with a sniper rifle yeah like by shooting from a right fucking distance at the time he's been <laughs> rope on okay he's got a sniper rifle he's invented the sniper rifle yeah maybe I don't know when we're sniper rifle I don't know um, seems very unlikely that that would exist then to be fair <laughs> we didn't say this but Maggie fucking hates for some reason hates um Mari which I guess makes sense, but I'm like, you're, he looks identical to your husband. Like, wouldn't you have some kind of warm feelings there at all? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. 
Is, no. she, is she not just say I didn't think that she, does she hate him I just I maybe maybe I missed something again I just took it as that kind of like life was hard then or you would imagine life to be hard mm-hmm. and like the like if every time if you have someone come and stay that's someone else you've got to feed and it's not yeah. like food comes by easy there so it's the, the thing where she's like nope so he's like I'll even give you a hat and she's like no uh, <laughs> miss what you're doing yeah yeah okay fair point but i guess i guess i get that then that's kind of fair but i'm just i'm just giving her like a leeway i guess that she maybe doesn't deserve but (laughs) no no i guess that's fine yeah they are quite poor they're on the outskirts he's a pacifist in the wild west can't be easy can it no (laughs) (laughs) um so doc's rescued him doc's like why the fuck are you here he does um so he tells him to, uh, he finds out about his fate, even though like historically he's not been so keen on you know finding out about the future or anything like that because that's really really bad. But he finds out anyway. It's it's bad, but he took, that his entire fucking plot of the second film was taking Marty to the future to change the fucking you know whatever. Yeah. Fucking the hypocrisy! Like he's like, I'm fine with it this time, but not this time. Yeah. <laughs> but even you could have stopped all the bad stuff happening by stopping the car accident. I think that's such a dick move. See if your your best friend was in a car accident and it ruined his life wouldn't you go back and change that of all things why would you do the child thing yeah you'd think wouldn't you lots of re- <laughs> character motivations in this franchise are Doc's inconsistent yeah quite quite inconsistent <laughs> yeah um marty's at least consistent yeah reasonably so um so he's he's anyway he's now interested in leaving uh but he can't uh, at the moment without gasoline and uh it's also impossible for um well without the gasoline the delorean can't reach its required speed limit to travel through time and that's where they come up with the plan of using the train but the trains themselves also can't move quick enough without some kind of um uh mechanical engineering feet feet of engineering something well, like that's that that's kind of glossed over they just use like fucking special logs to make them hotter yeah it is yeah that's just like such a non-problem for them they're like that's oh, okay i've got these logs <laughs> like, science will solve this problem <laughs> yeah they just need a long enough stretch of road with nothing else there no station so they can make the car disappear without anyone seeing it and so they can lob the train off i guess they also need to destroy the train yeah I do like, um, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing it's special effects. Maybe you'll know. Um, and this is jumping ahead a little bit, but I do like the different colored steam coming at the top of the train. Like, I don't know if that was real or if that was. I'm not sure if, what, the, but I know they did like send a model train off and stuff and it was very cute and mm. tween. But I don't, I don't know. There is a big, if you watch the DVD, this is why I like physical media. If you watch the DVDs, there's huge, big documentaries on how they did each thing. I just, it's been so long since I've watched the DVDs. Mm. I should really go back and do it because I did, I used to love doing that. It's my favorite thing, but you can do, you can watch that if you want more information because I can't be arsed Googling it if you're a listener. I will do that at some point. Yeah. Um, so um, in the meantime, they've been doing stuff and the, and the mayor does appear earlier, had appeared earlier. And he's like, oh, you know how you volunteered to uh, collect that school teacher? Can you do that? And he's like, yeah, her name's Clara. And he's like, fuck. So they decide to deliberately not go see Clara because they think if they don't see her, at least it will prevent bad stuff from happening in the future. He's like, oh, I can't have a relationship. That'd be a terrible idea. I'm like, yes, wouldn't it just? <laughs> but then they hear in the background while they're inspecting the rails 
They're like, they hear a woman crying for help. And I'm like, oh, this is where the fucking story goes downhill, Cal. Here, here we go. Clara Queen. <laughs> Clara Queen. <laughs> With her personality being science and old men. <laughs> <laughs> so in the original timeline, she falls off the ravine. She does. Um, I know you pointed out a plot hole or a messenger, and I did think it through, and I was like, well, to be fair, it could have been that they changed and it's just we didn't notice it because we don't go past the sign at any point during the 85 universe. No, we don't. Shall I, shall I go into my, my theory just since yeah. we mentioned it? So um, Doc Brown's grave is uh, dedicated or was uh, set up by Clara. But um, in order for that to make sense, uh, he would have had to have met and fallen in love with Clara because she doesn't know who he is until Doc and Marty are going round the, the chasm for them to hear her screaming. Uh, but if Marty hasn't gone back to the past, then Doc won't meet Clara because, well, because they're not investigating the chasm. Therefore, how can she dedicate a grave to him? That well, because he collected her from the, because he was set to collect her. Sure, but I suppose, um, I don't know. Like The only I, reason he didn't collect her is because Marty told him not to because of the picture saying dedicating you know so in the so in the first universe she falls off the ravine second universe doc goes and collects her from the train station in the third universe he doesn't go collect her but he still rescues her because marty's there so like so their relationship makes even less sense in the regular time thing than prior to marty going back again she's just like oh you picked me up from the train station i'm yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> take me down i guess that's some good chat i don't know <laughs> Like at least he saved her life in like the the Marty time period, but like yeah. prior to that, like fuck. Oh, I love your telescope! Oh, show me more. Oh, yeah. Look how it extends. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just yeah. There's no chemistry other than there's the no chemistry, chemistry that 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 Doc Brown professes to like. But like, I get yeah. It's just it's such a different. We don't see their original relationship because you know the reason in this new, this third universe that she goes and sees him again is because the accident has caused her telescope lenses to go out of a line. I just had a thought, sorry, just just back. I, I still don't think that makes sense though. Like even if he did pick her up from the station, mm-hmm. um, they're reminded to pick her up from the station just as they're about to go to the cavern. And since he's like shot within a couple of days, the cav- the cav- the chasm, sorry, not the cavern, totally different thing <laughs> um the chasm's named after her because of where she fell down i don't think i don't think those timelines match up i don't think i don't think it's possible for her to 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 dedicate a grave to him and then die several days later because he doesn't die until he's shot and bearing in mind in this timeline he's not been shot yet mm-hmm. and she's meant to have fallen off the chasm by that point well, no, I, she doesn't fall off in the second one. No, but she does in the original one. That's what I'm saying. But she does in the original one, yeah. Yeah, so like, how can she dedicate a grave to him when she's already dead? Because he's not been shot yet. He he is shot two days after or he, the letter that's sent. That's not been two days at this point because... But in, in the original one, she's, he's, she's dead and he's not there. So he's not there to be dedicated to. He's not in the past. 
Oh, I, I know, I know, not right in the past. I know in, in the original one, he's not there, but in the in the reality in which Marty finds Doc Brown's grave, mm-hmm. and it's it's her that sets the gravestone up. Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes sense because I think she dies before he does. Like he he yeah. isn't he isn't shot before she falls off the cavern. She doesn't fall off in the second one. We don't the the, the problem they've done here mm-hmm. is they've not so it's called show, show something so show, uh, it begins with an S. Shadow they've renamed the ravine. Right. The thing is though they don't ever show you that the, the ravine's name has stayed or changed. So we could assume that. Clayton Ravine is no longer called Clayton Ravine in the second universe. It's just that Marty remembers it and he has not seen anything to say otherwise. Because okay. Marty and Doc are, are the time traveling thing, so time travel happens around them. Right. So they still remember the original versions until it's been shown otherwise that things have changed. So we can just assume that Marty has not seen the sign that no longer says Clayton Ravine because Doc has rescued her. Okay. So it's still whatever the fuck Ravine. So what, how they could have fixed that is had him drive past the ravine name and it's not called that, it'd be subtle, you know? Hmm. And then just say, oh, it's called Clayton Ravine. But it's not called Clayton Ravine because she hasn't fallen off. Yeah. It's just he remembers that from the original timeline. Yeah. But it has changed since because she has been rescued and therefore does not fall off. I'm too tired for this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. So basically, yeah. But, She's yeah. not falling off. It's no longer called Clayton Ravine. It's just in the original, original timeline it, it was. But it's not called Clayton Ravine even when Doc's and Marty's in the 50s and Doc's in the 80s because Doc's rescued her at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's just that Marty's not seen it. It's not called that anymore. Okay. That's that's how I think it would go. But it would they could have done that better. Yeah. By showing you that it wasn't called Clayton Ravine anymore. Yeah, I I would agree that. Um, either way, uh, in this timeline, she doesn't go in there, and of course, she fucking falls in love with the old coot like right away because yep. she's got nothing else going for her, and clearly got no other options. So you'll. I do. mean, maybe well, yeah, she's a school teacher, spinster school teacher. Exactly, she's you know, <laughs> she's old and like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, teaches children, I guess, but. I fucking like I would more power to her if she decides if she said oh I don't want children I don't want this good for you but no she ends up with fucking Jules and Brown in the end so she must have <laughs> whatever well that was see, that's that's a weird thing imagine being like I don't want children but I want to teach children some people are like that though I, I kind of no. understand that you're like it's like you can like children without wanting the responsibility of having one 24 7 to me I think it makes more sense for teachers to not have their own children in a way, because it's like you're focusing on someone else's and then you're not like, I don't know. It's a job to you. It's not like a fucking personal bias. Like, I like, you know, children. I would rather someone... <laughs> I, like I would just rather someone child. just wanted to teach. <laughs> but I don't yeah. like that one. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Like, I think you can... It makes more sense for me for teachers anyway to be like, like, I want to escape and go home. It's like me bringing home fucking clients from Odeon. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Your work's your work. You can be passionate about a job and then like, you know, go home and chill. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that they they fall in love within two minutes because of fucking course they do. Yeah. Um and then of course, um so Mad Dog tries to shoot Doc Brown. But uh, is that at the town festival? At the town festival, yeah. And the mayor's like, 
such an annoying character because he's like, there's going to be no violence here, but like, it's just like, ugh, it's not the sheriff. Is it the sheriff or whoever the fuck the is? Like, whatever. He's just annoying. He's, just... he's like, we shall not fight. It's like, well, why don't you do something about this guy who's like causing fucking havoc? Yeah. Like, there's but... more of you than are of him. And you clearly do hangings, so like, mm -hmm. <laughs> TikTok. Get him there. Yeah, get him, get him hung. Um, but he doesn't, and so uh, Marty is a moron and uh, accepts, well, or at the very least, um, uh, gets Mad Dog to challenge him to a showdown in a couple of days' time. And he accepts because he's a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, he's still got that flaw about being called chicken. So that's now put like a time limit upon which they have to leave. Uh, and as a result, Doc Brown decides, I'm going to go say bye to Clara. I know I've only known her two minutes, but let's go say goodbye forever um but she doesn't take it very well because the idea that he's from the, the future is preposterous uh, you know she's into all the fucking science fiction stuff yeah like, you kind of think of all the characters not believe him like you yeah really <laughs> yeah totally yeah you can see why fucking seamus wouldn't or why like mad dog wouldn't but like her yeah, it's like your whole thing is you like science. And you're just... Yeah, like science, like we've barely got out of the age at which science would be considered witchcraft. And you've mm -hmm. got a character who is super into science and she's just like, oh, stop making fun of me. Like, just if you don't like me, just tell me. But like, she comes across as really needy at the same time. And it's just like, right, bitch, you're making yourself really unattractive. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> she's just a really, oh, she's just an everything character. You're so needy, bitch. Just she's just female doc, but with like, with none of the chemistry and none of the charm. She's yeah. a really bland Western woman. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there, there is so much more like, they could have done with that character. It's like having Jennifer being number two all the time. It would have been annoying too. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, definitely. This is like, why it does make sense. Like, oh, we to get rid of Jennifer. It's like, why did you fucking bring in another love interest in? Like, yeah. you knew why you weren't to do it with Jennifer, and now you've done it again. Uh, on yeah. purpose. These writers never learn. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't learn their lessons. Um, so, he, he is uh, heartbroken about this, because, of course, it's the love of his life, and he goes drinking. I like the joke about, oh, he's only had one shot. <laughs> or whatever it was like it's, it's you it's me yeah it's me totally i'm oh i did i'm getting better at drink like my drinking <laughs> is so funny right because i can have um you know five or six quite strong gin based cocktails and be completely fine some days and other days i'll have one and i'm like woo like it's, yeah it's, it's funny it's, that isn't it it's totally varies um they come in and they're like, oh, you're a chicken. You don't go out and get him. And then Marty's like, this is where Marty learns his lesson. Because mm -hmm. Doc has said to him, that Mark, Doc says to him at the festival, he's like, you need to chill the fuck out. We've been called chicken. Mm -hmm. like, That's how the accident happened. He's like, what accident? He's like, oh, I can't tell you. It's like, wow, you're a dickhead. Your mm -hmm. best friends came back in time to save you. And you're not telling him about this car accident he could easily avoid if you told him about it. Yeah. But it's fine because Marty learns his lesson, I guess. So Marty, they're at the thing. Tannen's appeared. And Marty's like, nah, he's an asshole, fuck it. So they go to sneak out the back. Uh, it doesn't work, though, because they see him sneaking. They don't sneak very goodly. Because Doc's drunk and you've had to, like, fucking give him all these shots and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, in part two, Marty watched a Clint Eastwood film where the guy had a shield vest. What was that? Yeah. Now, I did not realise that that was a reference to the previous film. Oh, no? No, that completely bypassed me. It's the part where Biff's in the hot tub. 
Interesting. See, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't notice that. Ah, oh, he's like, oh, this is the best part ever, and it's in the in the hot tub, and that's how Marty gets the idea. Ah, very clever film, very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, foreshadowing. Yeah, or at the very least, rewarding those who pay attention. Not me, but like other people. I think that's a thing you have to look back on and watch. I don't think anyone would have got that. Probably not. Um, so we get like a rehashing of the manure or manure thing where well yeah you get so, so um Seamus shows up and he's like oh, i have to be here i think it's like part of my destiny to be here tannin shoots him like twice in the chest after marty's like fucking tannin's a coward so marty's like disarmed himself he's like nah let's just take this like men fight this like men and tannin's like no nope, fuck you and shoots him twice in the chest and i'm mm-hmm. just like wow an ending film what an ending <laughs> marty's just shot in the west that is such um, a like a fucking pathetic move again. I just have a thing about like currently shots. Yeah, like that. It's just how would you even? I mean, I guess you don't care. I like, but like no one else would view you in high esteem after the fact mm-hmm. if you did that. You would just look like such a total prat. Yeah. And no, no one, no one thinks it's it's cool to do that. It's just no yeah. cheap shots. Like a fair fight. If you're gonna start a fight, have yeah. a fair one. That's it, especially if you're gonna f- fucking start the fight. Yeah, if you're gonna yeah. start the fight, like you'll just do it from behind. Like you better just fucking face it forwards if you're gonna do it. Yeah. You're gonna be a prick. A prick. A one is dead. No, you win my respect, though. So no. Are you really the winner then? <laughs> no. So yeah, Marty's worn a bulletproof vest. He takes it, slaps him. Like he could probably could have killed Tannen with <laughs> smacking him in the face with a metal. Yeah. He could have ended the timeline there because there'd be no more Biff Tannen's born. Yeah, totally. No <laughs> more biffs. <laughs> the thing, like, you can't, like, they never mentioned that. That could be a plot line, like, you're going to go on a shoot off with him. I'd be like, don't really, like, no, dude, like, what if you kill him? <laughs> well, there's a, yeah. <laughs> I suppose they fought far enough ahead to know that neither of them can die here. Then, I yeah. guess, really, didn't they? It's like, yeah. Interesting concept, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, we went back to the future and it's like fucking all best relatives are gone and now we have a new, new version of your present. God. His dad would be even more pathetic than he was. <laughs> yeah, because he's just bullied by life, not by a bully. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking bullied by pure existence. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyway, Beth doesn't die. Beth gets taken into custody. He falls into a manure truck and he's like, oh, I hate manure. And so yeah, okay. A shit joke again for the third time. But that's okay because this one has done them more subtly throughout that I am fine with it. Yeah. Totally agreed. It's, it's um, I like that it's a cart instead of a lorry as well. It's yeah. Like, oh, that's cute because it fits with the time period. <laughs> and then Beth conveniently falls into the gravestone and snaps it in half. So therefore, the grave no longer exists and it erases from the picture. Ooh. Very neat. Starting to like fill in all these little, um, whatever. I was gonna say plot holes. That's not quite right. What is it? You're rounding up all the sort of endings, the loose Playing endings. off all the endings. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yes. So meanwhile, Clara's on the way to San Francisco and she realizes how heartbroken Dr. Brown is. I don't know why she realizes this. They talk about it on the train. Oh. The man's like, oh, that poor man was so upset. And she's like, oh, did he have big puppy dog eyes? It's like, <laughs> why the fuck would he agree with that? I don't know. Yeah. How did you know it was him based on one description? Stop the train. I need to get out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She pulls the alarm, which would get her a big fine God. nowadays. Yeah, she'd probably have to have paid a whole $2 or something. Like, <laughs> goodness. 
all her savings, all her scrimpings. <laughs> oh, she, just, she just ruins all the plans all yeah. the way through. Yeah, I love that she runs on foot. She gets like <laughs> oh, she gets out the train. Does she not run in the same direction the train was going as well? <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly confident she does. Uh, I might be wrong. I think she ends up with a horse at some point though. Yeah. But I like that she finally arrives back at the black at the black shift shop, and she doesn't look like a fucking hair out of place. Like there's no. no sweat, there's no nothing. I'm like, bitch, you've been running through the desert in fucking ankle length skirt and fucking high heel boots. High heel boots. Who knows how many layers you've got on? Yeah. And you look like you've just you know walked through you know two feet. <laughs> you don't look like you've been running nowhere. No. But, she got carried. Though she got a taxi. Well, yeah. Anyway, so she, she sees the diagram and the model, the time machine, and that's enough to convince her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's real. He was telling the truth. He's not a crazy old man, but yeah, it's all real. Anyway, so the the DeLorean itself has been put onto the train line, and, and they've stolen the train. And they've stolen the train. I really like that scene, actually. Yeah. Um, just the the train the train robbery. It's quite funny. Yeah. Um. She somehow manages to sneak onto this train as well. Um, but the most annoying way, like it's just annoying. Like fuck off. Like the plan would have been fine if you hadn't fucking done that. Yeah, she could. She should have just stayed on that fucking train to San Francisco. So Doc has to stay in the train while Marty's in the car. Doc has to put in these uh, coloured wooden blocks to make sure that the fire gets hot enough to go fast enough. Yeah, and then he has to do an awkward climb forward. Like this is not planned well. Cause that's a, like, why wouldn't you have to change during the climb forward? Honestly, like, why have the old man? Whatever. Um, and then Clara's like, "I love you," and he's like, "Oh, I'll come back and rescue you. You can come to the future with us." I'm like, "Oh, fucking great plan. Yeah, fantastic. Keep well, her in your life." Yeah, <laughs> it's like you come with us or you go over the cliff, I suppose. So. Fixed history. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Like to be fair, she should have gone off. That should yeah. have um, at that point. But whatever. Anyway, I um I find the bit where she falls backwards and is hanging by her dress really funny. I can't lie. <laughs> like it's just there's no peril. It's just funny. It's like a rag doll. Just yeah. Getting... I like that. It's so it's so thick. This material as well. That it's carrying. It's like a, a woman. The whole weight of a fucking human being is dangling by a bit of. Fred yeah. is like, whoa, the peril. And it's just like, no. <laughs> it accelerates every time they put a new thing yeah, on. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh. <laughs> She's like, both her legs are in the air. It's brilliant. I am, um, I love the motion as well of Marty passing the hoverboard to, <laughs> to Doc because he throws it out the window and it slowly glides towards him. And I'm like, at the speed they're moving, <laughs> that thing would not like slowly glide towards him. That would be like, zoom. Like, there's no way. I'm, I'm, They'd have missed it. I'm, yeah, like I'm picking holes in a film about time travel, but like there is no I, with a hoverboard, and my main problem is like, well, the physics of this situation aren't very real. They're going, they're going uh, 80 miles per hour, they're going and you're just gently quick. dropping it. And that's my problem: is that that's, that's the least realistic thing about this film. A woman's been fucking hanging by her skirt <laughs> for the past two minutes, and I'm like, well, the hoverboard would have moved past. So. <laughs> It's just we just went right past them. They missed yeah. it, yeah. but it did bother me. I have to say, like, slides <laughs> towards his foot. And Dog Brown, who has never been on a skateboard in his life, is fucking a master pro at the hoverboard. Obviously, yeah, because of course he is. So yeah, he he fucks off on the hoverboard with Clara, all romantic like, and Marty just goes back to the future himself. Yeah, 
part of the deal was that when he got back to the future, he would need to destroy the DeLorean because it was like, this has caused too many problems. And so mm -hmm. we need to get rid of the time traveling material, I suppose, or the time machine, <laughs> the time traveling machine, some <laughs> might call it. Um, stupid people. Um, and so he arrives uh, again on a fucking train line, which I really enjoy. I like the idea that in the however many years this like this train line has uh, just not changed. They've not decided, you know, we'll, we'll reroute this train line. Or well, it's a finished it bridge now, isn't it? So yeah, I guess so. But where he appears um, isn't where he appears, like um, at that crossing point or whatever. Like the what do you call it? Like the crossroads. Yeah. Well, um, it's a kind of a dick move because he arrives in a train. He narrowly avoids getting squished by train. I'm like, if Doc planned that, you should have maybe have said that in case you couldn't go with him, like in yeah. case it went wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, I've timed it so that a train's going to arrive. Like, I put it in the thing. I know when the, the 11 o'clock train is. Yeah. I set it to 10.50 so the, so the DeLorean will be conveniently destroyed. Get out the car. Yeah. But he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's like, and that's what you get for trying to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Well, more than that is like he told him not to come back, and even though it was for yeah. good reasons, he's just like, nah, bitch, you should listen to me. <laughs> but yeah, but the Dorian has no power, so he's like really fucked him. Like he's really fucked yeah, him. Yeah, he do, mm. he do, he do be fucking. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Dorian's now destroyed anyway, and um, Jennifer then yeah. appears. That's all you need, well, really, he, isn't he it? Goes to, he goes home. And everyone's back to normal. Well, oh, the new normal. I know. Yeah. I meant like she appears in the story more to the more. Oh than yeah, he goes to get Jennifer. Like, yeah, like it's. Yeah. No, I think we're good. I think that's pretty exactly. much everything. Because I know I, I know that I was really worried about her, and I mm -hmm. wanted to see what happened to her character. So. I mean, why didn't seem that bothered either? Considering like meant to be like you know OTP soulmates, like <laughs> and they last forever from age seventeen to whatever. Yeah. Like he doesn't really give a flying fuck. <laughs> She's yeah. been left on the porch, other than like saying it maybe twice. Yeah. Oh, good. You're still here. Good. Yeah, that's good. That worked that out well. It's worked out perfectly. Um, so, and this is where we come to the accident. So apparently, the accident happened really soon after the original events of the film, which is why Doc's even bigger asshole for not just saying like, "Oh, look, mm. by the way, chill, don't race." Mm -hmm. It's literally the same day that he came back in the mm. original. <laughs> Yeah, or the, I guess the day after. I don't know. Street race. Marty gets over his fear of being called chicken, or whatever. yeah, the fuck it is character growth. Thanks. And he reverses backwards, really dramatically. You just not moved. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like you could have done, but apparently not. Instead, he reverses backwards. I'm not. I'm not racing him, and he's lucky he doesn't because he would have hit uh something. Some someone someone pulling out was it not? Yeah, it's a fancy car though. I think. Yeah. Rolls Royce. So they go to examine the DeLorean wreckage after this, which I find really funny that like a car, a train just plowed into a car and just kept going. And no, yeah, they even like, checked to see if anyone was in there. No one. It, you would think it would pull to a halt at this point, but nope, it just kept going, and no one. The police haven't come to cordon the area off. Nothing. It was a different time. This, it was. I think that's all it was. It was a different time, <laughs> um, and suddenly. The uh, steam locomotive <laughs> appears, um, a time-traveling train with um, Doc, Clara, and their children in it. And their dog. And, um, yeah, and a dog as well. And then I'm saying it's important he gives um, a photo of them standing next to the clock as like a memory. And like, oh, that's a fun throwback to a moment, I guess. Uh, and then the train flies. Then they fuck off. 
They just abandon, abandon, he abandons his best pal because he's got two ugly kids now. So he's like, I don't need you. Yeah, off they fuck to travel to God knows where. Those kids are going to be fucked despite, up. Yeah, despite seeing what happens when you fuck around with time, they decide, I'm going to fuck around with time some more. Yeah, those kids have no future, ironically, in the sense that, like, if their dad and their mum are just constantly traveling around in a time traveling train, how mm-hmm. are they going to get, like, you know, they have no chance, but they have no choice in life but to become fucking inventors themselves. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, those kids have no future. That's all I'm saying. I'm tired. Sorry, this is, that's, my, that's my brain on tiredness. I'm like, <laughs> back, back to the future and I'm like, oh, those poor kids. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, they're, they're like, canonically, Doc's rich. Like, you know, he's got the mansion and shit, so they don't really need to work. You know, they're a rich family. Okay. Right, well. But I think they'll suffer socially. They are giving them severe problems. They can't even say hi to Marty, man. Like, they're silent. No. They can't afford to pay those kids some money for speaking roles. But in the story, they're like mute. I mean, if my dad looked like my granddad, I'd be mute too. So. <laughs> my dad was older than my mum by 40 years. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, so maybe it's for the best they can't tell they can't tell their horrors <laughs> they've seen they're just been fucking scared into silence anyway that's the end of back to the future part three um so yeah i think it's i it's my yeah the second best back to the future i would stand by your assessment from earlier i would suggest if people haven't seen it that they go and spend some time watching it well having said that you do kind of need to watch it as part of the free you can't really watch it as a standalone thing because there's no you can't references to the previous bits and stuff so it is what it is do you have anything final you want to add no i mean it's been a fun trilogy look overall yay i think and uh we got to talk about one of your favorite yeah things it's, it's been weird i've not watched it in so long i didn't realize it'd been this long mm-hmm. um i've not watched number three certainly in a really long time but it's nowhere near as bad as i don't know why i remembered it's bad it's not ever been bad it's just not being as strong as the first it's and i just, think that's just it <laughs> it's just not the first one is the problem yeah, that's it. <laughs> the, yeah. problem, the problem with part three is it's not part one so yeah and the problem with part two is it's not part three or part one yeah <laughs> totally that's it yeah um Right then, if you do not do so already, follow us on Instagram at one of us is bored. You can find us on YouTube by looking up at one of us is bored, where you can see among us other things. I'm going to plug it again. It's quite old at this point, but our short film, Not Mulch Time, is still there. So go have a look at that. Um, if you've liked what you've heard, give us a little rating, please. Like whether that's a star rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or indeed on spotify itself they all help and we appreciate everyone that's rated them so far so thank you very much for that join us next week when oh we're moving into halloween territory it's about to get very spooky in here um we're going to be oh i did I, oh it's so exciting we're going to be <laughs> altergate so <laughs> join us then